Tonight, we're reviewing porn, but only if it's torture. This is Spoilers! <laughs> What's up, people? This is your host, Evie, and tonight we are reviewing the movie 2009's The Collector, which I honestly just picked off the poster. I'm sorry, this movie is <laughs> awful. So, let's go around the table tonight from Isis to Weistus and talk. Uh, well, so let's talk about the most scared you've ever been in your home. Oh. Ho ho! In my home. Actually, Mikey, you're right next to me. Uh, so yeah, so I'm obviously Isis. Uh, I'm Mikey sure. recording in Stevie's basement, unfinished basement. Hey! <laughs> uh, and there was this instance where I was waking up really early to go to work at a factory every morning. And one morning, my mom and my sister woke up a little, like, maybe 10 minutes earlier before I did. <laughs> And my mom uh, put my sister at the bottom of the stairs and covered her face with her own hair. And she looked like a girl from the ring. Oh, so no. when I flipped on the lights, <laughs> when I flipped on the lights, there was just this little girl sitting at the bottom of the stairs with hair covering her face. And I almost like drop kicked my sister <laughs> from the top <laughs> of the stairs. <laughs> yeah. So I that was probably the, the most scared I've ever been in my own my own house. Yeah. Did you scream? I was literally almost shit my pants. And then I was like, whoa, this is a fight or flight moment. Better fight. And I almost like attacked my sister. Uh, But no, that was like, yeah, that was pretty scary. Just flipping on the light there. Good Lord, Richard. That's terrible. (laughs) Uh, My next Eastus. Yeah, Jordan, you're up. Good to be back, fellas. This is Jordan in North Carolina. <sighs> Most scared I've ever been is probably when I got woken up around like midnight by my mom, and she said, "Your dad just ran outside, and there were gunshots." Oh, um, shoot! It's also Josh's dad. Turns out my dad was the one who shot the gun. Um, just just up in the air, not at anybody, and so I sprinted out and uh, calmed down the situation. No further explanation, <laughs> please. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff was just shooting Jeff at Jeff was just shooting guns. Shooting at a bird. <laughs> it was pretty terrifying though. I mean, Josh was asleep in the basement. He was the cause of all of it. That's a real collector moment. Yeah, that's what a real What did the moon do to your dad that he was so pissed at it? Why was he trying to take it down? <laughs> I mean I don't want to go too far into it, but Josh left the garage door open and so oh, some geez. some neighborhood thieves stole a dirt bike from a garage and my dad chased after that tried to to spook him by Mm -hmm. shooting up in the air (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a great moment for anybody really but next up I would love to hear Josh's take (laughs) on this I would love to hear why he left the door open yeah I would love to as well he was asleep the whole time (laughs) Uh, this is Brett from Fort Wayne oh man it's choice between two neither one of them ended up coming to anything but I'll go with one it's probably this most scared I've ever been. Um, I was sleeping on the couch when I was a senior in high school in the basement, and there had just been like a really, really creepy break in, like right across the street where a woman woke up and a guy was standing over her, <gasps> staring what? at her. Collector. Um, so I was laying I there, and I thought, <laughs> I mean, I swear, I swear I saw someone 
at the foot of the stairs, and I was like just staring over there. I mean, I, I'm guessing it ended up being nothing. You know, like your eyes will play tricks on you in the dark, and I just sat there and I just like, man, I thought I was gonna die, like literally and figuratively, like. But it was nothing, and I survived. I'm here today to tell the story of nothing. Uh, all right, so I guess I'm the weestest. This is Pappy, recording from Louisville, <laughs> Colorado. Uh, two quick ones. One, uh, when I was a little kid in elementary school, my grandparents came over to visit, but nobody told me they were coming <laughs> over, and they punched in the garage door code, but the garage door broke while it was going up, so I made this loud bang. And I thought there was an intruder, so I prepared for war. And by that, I mean I, I, I grabbed a knife and hid behind the couch and oh, like, cried because I thought someone was like literally coming in the house for like hours until my parents came home. But fun fact, I do think my current apartment is haunted. I is haunted. Uh, I swear to God, uh, when you steam up the shower, words appear on the mirror that neither me or my fiance wrote, and they're like really fucked up words. Uh, she says that when she showers, she hears a lot of banging on the outside. What's that movie with uh, with Harrison Ford, early two thousands? What What lies uh, beneath? What lies beneath? Yeah. yeah, Robert Zemeckis did that movie. What's yep. the words, huh? Like what words? Uh, like it says love and like hate, but it's like written in like a equ- like equations, like love over hate equals something. It's like really really weird. Is it a brand new apartment? Uh, no, people had lived in here before. And See, then, that like, could one... be just smudges from before, but... Well, I don't I woke know. Up I want to believe that's terrifying. <laughs> I woke up, I woke up, I don't believe in ghosts, but one time I woke up and I saw a woman walking into our bathroom, and I turned okay. over and what? Tanya was next to me, and then I looked over and she was gone. And so I don't know if that was a dream, but it's like all of those Dude, things combined. That I is I the plot are you sure it's not a smudge on the lens? I wish you not would not just said that. So, I don't know. Are you a ghost right now? you're living a Harrison Ford, Diane Lane movie as we speak. off the ghost. Oh, it's funny, our story, our terrible stories are like 10 times better than this movie. Like, we've been talking 100%. about this for 10 minutes. I'm ready for yes or no's. Yeah, yes or no's. You guys That's... good? I mean, this is a good 10 minute app. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we're good. No. Good uh, stuff. I'm trying to think of what happened to me. Uh, this is your host, Stevie. And have you guys ever went to sleep somewhere and forgot that like you weren't where you're supposed to oh, be? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like so freaked out when you woke up? Yeah, Josh's house about two months ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, this freaked me out when I was in college. I had come home for Christmas break, and it was the first night home. And I fell asleep in the living room couch. And when I woke up, I felt like this really like cold presence over me. And I, it's like I didn't recognize where I was, so I got up and ran out the living room door and was sprinting down the street. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it really freaked me out because I didn't recognize where I was at all. And that's my scary story. You thought you were like in the saw basement and you like wanted to get out? <laughs> I just didn't recognize where I was. It was really like freaky for a split second. Oh well, man, I'm getting collected. <laughs> <laughs> he always takes one. Great segue to the movie. Phenomenal segue. So tonight we are talking about The Collector 2009. Classic. Would you call it a classic? (laughs) I mean, if you... Okay. So, forgive me, audience. Here's why I picked this movie to begin with. I have seen this movie poster everywhere for the past five or six years. It's a nice poster. Mikey, can you agree this is an awesome poster? Yeah, it's a pretty spooky uh, poster. It's It's a really cool poster. Stevie's got it pulled up right here. It's... uh, 
what we assume to be the collector wearing his gimp mask. He's tying his <laughs> gimp mask. It's like a it's a like, shot from behind and shot he's, from behind. You don't know what's going on. Cool font. Yeah, it looks pretty creepy. All the makings of a great horror movie. Well, well wait, can I? You, you also told me this movie's like often listed as like an underrated horror movie, right? Like correct Mundo. Yeah. We might be in the minority here. <laughs> yeah. So off the poster, I thought slam dunk movie, maybe some scary scenes. Let's go for it. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> 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 this movie was um, written by uh, Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton and directed by Marcus Dunstan. <sighs> Pappy, how does this movie start out? It's so goddamn cliche. Yeah, it's like what's in the box? Like what's so in the box? <laughs> many movies we've talked about, it it starts with a tangentially related story to the plot, like, but it's not Indiana Jones like rescuing an artifact. It's not fucking the driver driving someone. It's like some dude coming home late at night, and like the movie looks weird, right? Like there's like some weird coloring going on oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, very yeah. grainy in some parts. It's Very like grainy. Green like the Matrix, but not. But yeah, they, they come home. They find a box in their house. They're like, what the fuck's going on? And then basically he grabs them. Then it proceeds to go into like the most 90s, 2009 montage I've ever seen with like, this <laughs> grungy, terrible music playing. Did it's, they just watch Seven and dude, think, that's what let's I said. do this? I said Seven ripoff, uh, ripoff intro. Mm-hmm. So the exact same. They try to do the exact same thing where it's like really edgy and grungy and dirty but uh it just didn't pull off the same way as seven i don't know i guess they didn't have the guy from nine inch nails scoring (laughs) (laughs) scoring the title sequence but are you guys familiar with tony scott no yes man on fire director also directed like domino top gun yeah yeah. yeah that's what this movie reminded me of we're just like quick cuts of like really greenish like grainy green shaky cam for no reason of throwing in sound effects for no reason yeah it's all it was all like in an effort to make the movie seem interesting <laughs> not interesting just like uh like hardcore like mm. very grungy very gritty i don't know but what they tried to do and what they actually pulled off didn't work because there's some scenes, like I said, where it's just like, oh, they're just using a shittier camera. There's, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like they're just not using the good camera for this scene. <laughs> there's not a lot of IMDb facts, but two of them are. One of them it was like heavily influenced by Seven, so it could call yeah. Mikey. And then another one yeah. is that like this was originally pitched as a Saw movie, but they prequel, decided prequel. it wasn't good enough or like it got rejected as that so this is like a reject how, how are you gonna saw pitch movie? a saw movie when it's already like a a long it, it <laughs> was not your property a, it was pitched as a saw prequel yeah wow and they didn't change anything uh they made uh what's his face jigsaw the collector uh they gave him some glowy eyes when he could walk <laughs> <laughs> before he was a tiny toy before a- he was a tiny toy <laughs> Jordan you haven't been on this on spoilers what was your last spoilers episode oh Rango uh, once Rango. upon a time in once Hollywood time, yeah. once oh upon yeah a time. but that's not a real episode and before that was Darjeeling I think oh yeah, yeah it's been a while it's been a while so excited to have you back on <laughs> who is our main character and what's he dealing with your and boy, also, how cheesy is the people he's working for? Uh, your boy Arkin is Arkin Asylum. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, no, he's just a like an odd jobs guy. I would say he's like fixing. Is he like a lock guy? Locksmith? I actually kind of liked him. Handyman sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I mean that's what Wikipedia says, Stevie. Ah, gotcha. Ah. Um, no, but he's like a handyman, so he's going around like fixing up their house. Um, and it seems like he has a good relationship with the family. Like the dad comes out and he pays him, and he's like, in "Oh, cash. put a little extra in there." Feed little girl. <laughs> Just strange. He he like is friends with both daughters. Apparently, like he plays tea party That's with one yeah not at all <laughs> he he gives the older daughter like a drag which is actually like the entire cigarette i think um <laughs> to be fair he didn't seem super comfortable with either daughter true but opinion. i the younger one it felt like because he has a daughter around the same age well, the yeah, older one possible. because he was like this is weird like don't sneak sneak up through the window when you he definitely checks her out when she's walking <laughs> definitely away. Checks it's, it's an awkward thing yeah it's such a useless like moment of character development. Like we talked about it on First Blood. Like when he goes back to like see uh, his dead uh, combat mate's family, that adds so much to his character. I don't need to know that the dude in torture porn has a daughter or like has a baby mama or all this other stuff. Yes, like, it doesn't. Like I don't. I feel bad for him because he's getting stabbed with fish hooks. I don't need to, to care about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, also they're like they only show him one other time. Like later in the movie, they're like, "Oh no, it's almost midnight," and then they. I don't think they ever show them like his wife and family again. No, it never comes back. Like no. compare that They're to like where dead, does that right? never come back? They Why get, even do it? They definitely get whacked by yeah, the Yeah, they get killed, right? I mean that's what you're supposed to <laughs> guess, right? Whoa. What is that? Daddy got him for me. Thank you, Daddy. I'm not trying to be the guy who's going to fix this movie already, but like, why not show him like pull off a cool break-in job? You know what I mean? Like, establish him yeah. as a badass, so he's more yeah. of a worthy opponent for the collector than just like yeah. some schmuck with a daughter he can't afford. So, Pat, would this <laughs> have been better if we started with the collector, maybe, and then entered Arkin? We it would have been better with any other choices than the choices they made. Kind of did start with the collector, right? Did it start? Oh, I mean, I guess it did, but I mean, would it, this movie have been better if? Inside the his boss's home, we start with the collector and then enters Arkin. Then it kind of gets like a cat and mouse type deal. Why would, that, would that have made this movie better? I don't yes. know how loose and fast you're trying to play with this, but the only moments of this movie where I actually like felt real feelings were like in the beginning cat and mouse game when they're both like breaking into the apartment and he's trying to like just avoid mm. him. I actually was nervous during that part. And like I don't get nervous for a lot of that movies. Shot, well, but that shot that, when they go like above like the framing uh, of the house and you can see so them like going awesome. through doors yeah, and shit. Never That's went so back cool. To it. So cool. They did one good thing and then they fucked it up. <sighs> hey, is this the Jumanji house? <laughs> they show it from the outside and I was <laughs> yeah, like, Holy shit, like is that the Jumanji house? <laughs> Yeah, it What's did that look like movie that? with Patrick Wilson where they're chasing ghosts and Vera Farmiga? Oh, Annabelle? No, it's like the movie before Annabelle. Casper? Annabelle <laughs> Creation? <laughs> uh, it's in the Annabelle series? Yeah, it's in, but that's Orphan? what that house reminded me of. Orphan? No, the Annabelle Cinematic Orphan. Universe. The Conjuring? It's literally the first movie the of the Annabelle The Conjuring. Yeah. That's what this house reminded me of was The Conjuring. But... um. Brett, yeah. here's one thing that really bothered me about this movie, like, more so than anything else. 
Did it bother you that this house was so big, but they made everything look so cluttered? Yeah. <laughs> and you never really knew the layout of like no, how I, the house I kept trying to, worked? I kept trying to like um, get a feel for what everything was, was – like they'd run up a staircase – would be fine. Then there's another staircase that's got spikes all over it. I I didn't get it. Uh, and there's like 40 rooms and they're all super small. It's just, <laughs> I think it's just a movie house made for a movie like this. I mean, it didn't seem like the logistics of the house worked out very well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. It, it felt really weird. Plus, it was super dark. You couldn't see anything. Because my hope was, like what Jordan said, a kind of like almost establishing, establishing shot of cat and mouse was when... Um, they kind of went over the closet door mm-hmm. or in like over the bedroom door and the closet door, then out. I was like, if they kind of show this house in a maze, it'll be really effective. And they did none of that. It would yeah. be so cool. I just, I thought some of the pranks, uh, the traps were like pranks. super corny. <laughs> the pranks. <laughs> the pranks. <laughs> Let's talk about the pranks. The classic bear Let's trap. Let's talk about the Colombian McAllister I mean, pranks. Fish hooks well, hanging from the ceiling would be a Josh Long prank. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's probably the dumbest one. And, dude, yeah, I, yeah. I just don't uh, get uh, why did he uh, my eyes. Uh, why did he rig a golf hooks. club? Like that's so random. No. No, but bigger question, why do the pranks exist? Why have pranks? When did he have time? Well, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yes. When did he have time to set up this elaborate house? This of- seems like <laughs> a year in the making type deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy was gone for like a few hours. It's like he got done with his shift working on the house and then he set up all these pranks while everybody was packing up and then the family turns back around from their vacation. <laughs> and how did the girl, like, how did the girl like... The whole thing was, you're not going anywhere. You're coming with us. And then all of a sudden, she's they're back at the house, and she's out with her boyfriend. What the heck? <laughs> well, Brett, you mentioned the golf club prank. Like that goof is indicative of the, like the entire movie. Like the collector must have thought, in case he grabs of, a golf right. club, let's yeah. bring it up so it drops Dude. him down it- the stairway. Like to set that wiring alone would take six, seven hours. In case he grabs a golf club. It's so stupid. And he boarded up every single window. And, like, only one of them had, like, the blades in it, right? Like, he just randomly knew that someone would stick their hand through. That grossed me out, by the way. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, all these very secret pranks being, like, fish-wired all over the house. <laughs> and then in one room, like, the, the biggest <laughs> dining room, there's just bear traps everywhere. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking big you throw a rug bear over traps. the bear traps. <laughs> Dude, have we has anybody thought that maybe this is the collector is actually Kevin McAllister? That would make the movie okay. <laughs> like later he's, in life. Yeah, he's I mean he's obviously got some abandonment it's issues. Just a home alone. And he's great at setting traps like that. And spiders everywhere. I mean, that would explain Arkin's surprise when he tore off the mask. Oh yeah, he's like Kevin. <sighs> no, this kid grows up to be the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, how were the spiders for you? I didn't see him. I didn't see him. That's um, Pappy, see him. Pappy uh, helped away? me out. Pappy's a very good friend, and he told me I didn't know. Right. Brett. Pappy watched it before mm-hmm. me. No, but I'm not. I'm not giving. I'm saying Pappy went through him and his lady friend, and they told me okay. lady uh, friend timestamps, timestamps, fiance, um, timestamps uh, of the spiders. Yep. We have to. <laughs> we have to run that by Brett now. <laughs> Please do. Spider you don't stamps. have to. It's just a nice thing to do. But that, even like the spider thing, like, it's so stupid. Like, were they going for something? 
I don't know. Thing? He's a collector of bugs. They a killer s- of humans. That is in my notes. What's his deal with bugs? <laughs> they do multiple spider scenes, and they act like they're going to set something up, and then the very last spider thing we see is just a rotating shot of a close-up of a spider, and then uh, you expect him, him letting him- a spider out the <laughs> yeah. window. It's like Brittany goes, man, it does not look real. <laughs> so must not look no. very real. It's very nineties. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's 90s for 2009. Very old. Good heads up. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good man. I I have a, another little problem before we move the, too far uh, along in the, the movie. golf club booby trap, though. That, <laughs> that really blew my mind. That, that was like... The whole time I was just thinking about the King Kong wire that was used. I was just like, wow. There's no way that this guy set all of this up. The whole timeline of the movie made absolutely no sense to me. It's like when this guy set up all this stuff and how the family is now back in the house when they were leaving for vacation. What, like 10 minutes? Yeah. It didn't make any sense why the family was still at the house. What were you going to say, Jordan? What's another thing that bothered you? Well, even before Arkin goes back to the house to like do his thieving, um, he, he like meets up with like his gangster fellows who, uh, apparently help him with jobs but he does all the work so useless yeah well yeah but like they're in a car and they like grab his hand and like burn it with a lighter or something like wh- what the fuck is that he just grabbed your hand like just take i your don't hand know away. i hated that whole scene again why do you set that up when there's like no no payoff at all yeah i thought like at least he's gonna get the the gem at the end and savor and everything like that but nope also, gem, pretty. It was like a pretty. It was just a dirty looking rock. That looked <laughs> like a two million dollar uncut diamond. You got to do some work to turn that it. around before midnight. Yeah, there's no way you're getting money out of that thing. <sighs> well, you didn't grow until you skinned that kiddo. <laughs> now you've been casing that family's house for months. And now that you found the jewel broker's safe, you're going to come in here. Demands. We settle tonight. Fifty percent take. The family's out of town. The stone is inside, and I need to get paid tonight. I don't know. I mean, there's so many issues I have with this movie, and like the fact that we never return to his daughter and wife that are just or ex-wife because they're, they're dead. They're dead. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've been whacked. Like they are. When when we, he's okay, we're gonna. Ju- I'm gonna jump ahead, like to the end, real quick. But when he's at, when he's in the ambulance, like, <laughs> what time is it? He's like, oh, it's just between, just before midnight. I was like, there's absolutely. I was like, 20 minutes ago. There's absolutely no. It it's was 11:55. 20 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Your whole family is dead, man. I think Marcellus Wallace definitely killed both of those, the the mom and the daughter. I mean. The bowling ball mobster, <laughs> bowling he alley was mobster. Like, he was Ving Rhames light. Like they really, I think they were trying Ving to Rhames light. I think they were trying to go for him, go for that. That's, but like, that's it was like awesome. a cheap knockoff. No can do. I mean, we can hop around this movie. We'll play it fast and loose because, quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of the way this movie unfolds. Pap, I know you had an issue <laughs> with when Arkin's in the basement and he's going for the little girl. Um, is that when the F word is used? Uh, that part? Yeah, the F word, yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about fuck. And we've talked about, oh. you know, the use of that gay slur quite a bit on this podcast. Oh. And, like, 
it, it it's all context, right? Like when Paul Dano says the N word in Twelve Years a Slave, I'm not like that's inappropriate because it makes sense. He's a slave owner, but in this context, uh, Arkin <sighs> saves I... the day by calling the bad guy a gay slur. That is, that's terrible. I'm sorry. It I don't stops know. the bad guy too. It makes no sense. It's the protagonist using it to dissuade the bad guy. It's just it's yeah, so I, not. Tasteful. I thought it. I thought it seemed like he was. And I think it's what probably what they're going for. He was fishing for something. And I, yeah, it's weird that that would be the one. No, but, uh, but no, I don't accept that. I mean, like maybe the character was fishing for something, but you, you, you start a screenplay with a blank piece of paper and his mind went to, oh, he calls him the F word and then he gets all pissed off. You know what I mean? That's so stupid. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was real dumb. Real dumb. Seems like a very 2009 thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I was kind no, of No, it seems like a very 1999 thing to do. 2009 yeah. was too late. When did Superbad come out? 2008. Around the scene. So, yeah, you're good. So, right when this movie was written. <laughs> In the pre-time. <laughs> the timeline adds up. Yeah. And that's a bully who says it anyway in Superbad, by the way. Not the not fucking uh, McLovin or anything. <laughs> you know what is the most disappointing part of this How movie? How loud the wife was throughout the entire oh, time God. she was trying to be quiet. <laughs> the nail steps never came into play. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, almost a few times, but the, Mikey, the liquid. You make a good point. The liquid acid, the liquid acid semen came up a few times. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Jesus. Okay, Brittany Cappy, hated you love that. Cats, yeah. So I'm not going to throw this to you. Thank Jordan, you, Jordan. How awesome was this scene? Brittany was so ticked. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of cats, but no one is. It's pretty rough. <laughs> no. I mean, you see his his shoes like he has nor. I had normal shoes, I guess, and they're boiling. He's got chuck, and the, chucks on. Yeah, and the cat. He's got chucks. The cat is very much in the acid. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. It's not fucking great. Uh, and then, oh my gosh, I Brittany wasn't watching. I was like, don't look. And then he like he rips the cat off, <laughs> and then he throws him to the window. And I was like, oh yes, the cat's gonna get out. And perfect toss. And Hell then the freaking thing comes down and chops him in half. I go. Yeah, you can look now, Brittany. I can't stand I, can't, I kept going. Almost made it. He almost made it, but yeah, he's dead. He almost made it. In my notes, I have rough cat death. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that plus the dog who's on fire exploding. Oh, has, I hated that. <laughs> that has to be comedic, right? Like, they're going How for- did he throw a full-size German shepherd that far? Not only that, once he throws it, he teleports next to the collector and starts fighting him. It was flaming. It was on fire. I mean, <sighs> there are a lot of ridiculous moments in this movie. Um... Why did he bring the guy in the collection box to this house? Oh. I thought it was to be some cool reveal. <laughs> I thought they were like, if you look at the poster, it says there's always one or he always takes one. I thought that was like haphazardly done and yes. really rushed yes. and not, it, I, it just seemed so out of place. Like they wanted it to have like its own cool, you know, like Jigsaw have like at least cool things. But like, I would have never known that he only took, he always takes one if the guy wouldn't have, Hastily said it. I thought it was dumb. I mean, and I don't also, know. Who is that guy? Who is that guy? He's Larry, the guy from the beginning. That's the guy from Larry the beginning. Wharton? Yeah, but okay, that's fine. He's the guy from the beginning. But like, who is he? That's my issue with the entire movie. Is <laughs> why? Why is he collecting these specific people? It's like none of that stuff is ever. He's explained. been that big briefcase for so long. How the fuck does he know what the collector does? He always takes one. 
You, you, don't, you don't know you've been in a big briefcase for. How is he still breathing? Are there holes in that brie- in that case? Sir, or br- you have a been in a Samsonite briefcase for the last seven days. He must have read the sacred texts. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Uh, he always a, takes one. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, the rules are so idiotic in this movie. Because I, that's honestly what I was hinging this whole movie on was okay. There's gonna be something like a reason why he collects people or he takes them, and it ended up just going nowhere. Like that part didn't need to be in this movie whatsoever. Also, the name of the collector. You assume he just collects parts. Yeah, that would make more sense. Instead of a, what <laughs> would they call him if he's collecting whole, people? Whole people? It's like. Wholesaler? That's, that's also, the wholesaler? If he only takes one, then like he's not much of a collector, is he? I don't know. I thought this movie was about a government tax collector who just wanted to get all the people who weren't paying their taxes, but I was really, <laughs> really surprised. Prequel to Robin Don Hood. Brett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to get all the illegals. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so Stevie, you picked this movie. <laughs> and okay, you don't have to throw it out like that, Pepper. Right? Has, I'm trying had, here. No, I, but it had a budget of three million dollars. I, I guess if you Google Collector Box Office, it made almost ten million dollars. Like yeah. you said, it's like in the list of like most underrated horror movies of all time. Like it's wh- up there. What are we missing? Like, what do you think could be the appeal here, Stevie? <sighs> you see, the- <sighs> why do people like this? Great question, Pat. I, yeah, why is it? I'm underrated? not gonna lie. There were actually some things about it that I like I actually liked the main character. I, I thought the I thought they could have done a lot better, Arkin but I like cool. the ducking in and out. Um <sighs> you see were, part of it parts of it I thought were mildly well uh okay. I just I could I can't make like, I should have okay. make a list. I, honestly I like the premise that someone is trapped in a house Same. with a serial with killer. With a serial killer. That's awesome. But how he's there and why he's there and why the family is still there too, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I feel like there was probably a few scenes missing. Right, in this between. is one of those rare movies where if they cut stuff, they shouldn't have. They should have added. Yeah, I feel. I feel like they cut a lot of stuff. Yeah, that they, they cut really, like twenty minutes in between. That really uh, takes away from the plot here. Yeah, I think it's they, so weird. That was a this positive for me. A couple extra scenes, only ninety minutes. I think it's great. Yeah, no, you're right about <laughs> yeah. that. I meant like for our enjoyment, it's definitely better that they cut it, but. For like the overall, what the crap does this movie mean? Then it probably could have used a few more scenes. But I still want the Stevie theory, though. Stevie, what are we missing? What's there? (sighs) (laughs) We've defeated him. This is one of those questions I was so shocked I couldn't answer because I don't want to be mean and pile on fandoms, (laughs) but there are some fandoms. That just idiotically worship movies for no reason. And horror fandom is one of them. <laughs> oh shit, Spooky Spores <laughs> is over. <laughs> like, cancelled. I'm telling you, like, I can't see this movie in a positive light at all. I know what can fix it, yeah. and what, what would make it an outstanding movie, but I Different don't director. know what the appeal to this movie is whatsoever. It could it just be the the high level plot synopsis? Like that's how you get your buddy to watch the collector. Oh, two two bad guys breaking the same house. Oh, that sounds cool. That's high concept. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But then an but execution is torture porn. It's it, I wouldn't even call it torture porn. There's torture porn movies that are better than this movie. Like Hostel is a better movie than this movie. Turistas. 
Teresa's is a better movie. Oh, definitely. Mall, my man, it's a better <laughs> movie than this movie. Like, you can go down a list of torture porn movies. Torture porn doesn't bother me whatsoever. It's the fact that there's so little consistency with the collector who the movie is named after. Like, mm-hmm. there's so little consistency of, like, what are, like, his weaknesses? What are his motives? Like, what makes him great? What makes him not great? Like, there's well, nothing to it. He's just a person in a mask. What's he collecting for? Is he drafting an NBA team? Well, what's they, he doing? They go into it in the second movie. I don't care. What is it, Brett? Uh, he's I'm got, not going to okay. watch it. I'm not he's got, like, a time. lair in a ho- like an abandoned hotel, and he, he's got a bunch of live people around that are, like, jacked up. He's got people in, like... Um, jars. There's cheapers, creepers too. Just he got pieces, and he's got slaves, basically that have gotten like Stockholm syndrome. He clicks parts in jars, and like people that are in like little. What am I looking for? Like incubators, like, like yeah, incubators and stuff like that. And that's where uh, one guy escapes in the second movie, Arkin. Hmm. But they make him go back. That because he goes to the hospital worse. and they arrest him for his past unlawfulness. I'm like, that doesn't yeah, make any sense. But, but for what? All right, I'm just going to kick it around the table. <laughs> okay. The Home Alone aspect of this movie is so idiotic, it borders line just goofy. Like, if you had told me this is kind of a black comedy, this would have made sense. What are your guys' favorite Home Alone trap in this movie? Well, the bear trap floor is pretty classic. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, my God. It's a classic. Can you imagine also, the collector with his glowy eyes just, like, no, striking out? I cannot out imagine. Each one of those bear God. traps one by one and, like, working his way from the farthest wall to the closest wall. Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I love, I love that he hits maximum bear traps. He hits every possible you, bear trap on the way where down. Where do you buy a bear trap? <laughs> He sets off as many bear traps as possible. He got really down. lucky he set off that last one or he was going to have a even more painful <laughs> yeah. death. Like if he didn't his face didn't get bear trapped, he was going to be an, an agonizing death for hours, but luckily that bear trap went right into his face. Stevie, to answer your question, <laughs> the original is always the best. I'm always going to have a special place in my heart for the golf club prank. So I think you call it a prank. <laughs> just a prank, bro. Just a prank. There's a camera right over there. No, I'm just joking. It's the acid floor. That's definitely my favorite. I'll give a God, shout out so to many good the, ones. the phone needle that pokes oh, the yeah. guy. Oh, How he didn't blatantly see that. <laughs> Dude, that, that the so... collector went around to each phone in the house and put a little needle that extends <laughs> when you hold it up. Fish hooks is classic. Right in his eyeball, pretty much. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, go everyone else. Go ahead. I, I love them. I'm not gonna lie. The oldest daughter getting thrown on a wall of spikes. Oh yeah, that's good. Cracked Dude, me up. Why? What happened there? How did she, she was do- gonna try to I kill Arkin? No, okay, yeah, but like she grabs the scissors and why does she die? Why is she flown into the wall of spikes? I don't there's, know. There's fishing line attached to the scissors. They showed it earlier. Yeah. So she's holding on to the scissors. That's she what just happens? grabbed them. Uh, she. She activated something, Pappy. Don't question it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Dude, you gotta be quiet. Look at me. You gotta be quiet. Come 
Oh, you guys, no, the best kill is definitely the daughter who gets yanked by the wire. Yeah, just talking about this. Oh, from talking- the projector? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the collector stands in the middle of the room and he's he, his body language is like, holy shit, that worked. My <laughs> <laughs> God, I've done it. I have something, uh, I thought that was out of character and I thought it was bad writing. I know, stop the press. Um, I thought the part where the collector's watching them fool around and when her top comes off and he licks oh, his that lips, I thought that was super off. out of character for what he would have been. <laughs> what the fuck? See, I don't get it either, Brett. Like, what's his consistency? Like, that, someone like that does not care about people taking their tops off. He is into sadism. Yeah, he's simultaneously too ruthless, but also too tactical. Perverted. You know what I mean? Like, you can, like it doesn't oh, yeah, make tactical. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense to like be like be this dedicated to the prank and also just like be like t- like cutting people open with a saw. Like you can't. This movie should have been called the prankster. <laughs> Dude, that whole setup with the sex scene with the daughter, I was like, oh man, we're and they they tease the blade like just wiggling around in whatever trap he's got. Oh set yeah, up. I was like, man, we're gonna see a dick get chopped off right here. <laughs> nope. Just get some fingers chopped off, and then, uh, of course, the bear traps, but it's whatever. I think my favorite prank is probably the the nails on the stairs. It seems oh, yeah. very Swiss Family Robertson. Yeah, um, <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> on Disney Plus in less than a month. Indeed, indeed. Ooh, nice. Plug. <laughs> Somehow less animals died in this than died in Swiss Family Robertson. <laughs> but also, apparently, like the German Shepherd tied up outside is also a trap. Like, what? <laughs> The family dog is like actually evil well, and no. eats. <laughs> on oh, regular, was that the family people? dog? On Wikipedia, it says it's the collector's dog. I thought that was the collector's dog he put there. It is the collector's dog. That's a that's a Britney thought. That oh. is that he tied up in the most brilliant spot to like take out the cop right when it needed. Only to take where out the, the cop. cop would go. Yeah, to just like be tied up. That dog would be roped around that tree so many fucking times. <laughs> how much time does this guy have uh, to set up a dog? Also, how do movie cops never call for backup? He did call oh, for so, backup. No, he did. but he took... Why, though? Why did he take so long? I'm just telling you, if I'm a cop... He called for I'm, backup right away. And I go to a conjuring house in the middle of nowhere. If I see a guy in a gimp mask in fog, <laughs> I'm shooting him. I'm dropping it. No, but well, that's yeah. it. Plus, drop your weapon. No, nope. dude, he looks inside and sees a guy laying in six bear traps, and he decides to go explore instead of calling. He's like, "I need every police officer in insert state to come here before I even go anywhere near them." He I did have another yeah. backup. I had another I would, problem. I wouldn't care if I was a cop and Mikey wasn't. I would call Mikey and say, "Hey, dude, like, can you just like, come over here, like, just real quick? I'm a little freaked out." Yeah, Mikey would be ticked at you when he got there and saw the gimp in the window. It's true. Mikey wouldn't be thrilled. <laughs> They're like, wrong number, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, another thing that ticked me off that kind of go off with what Stevie's talking about. He Arkin gets out of the house. Okay. He has a daughter her age, bro. And But the, the girl, she's hiding the entire time. Why is she all of a sudden out there? Why is she looking through the window at that moment? All he had to do, by the way, was go call somebody. She's trying to escape, And then they too. would have been saved. Well, she, she she doesn't know, man. Well, that's the whole problem I have with like the whole intro thing. Is like, 
I don't need to, he doesn't need to have a daughter to care about a little girl. You know what I mean? Like, actually, right. it would have been way more interesting if this guy who didn't give a shit about anybody all of a sudden cares about a little girl, like, and tries to save her. Like, that's a character arc. <laughs> what they do is just fucking stupid. And is this a time before cell phones? Like, if you're arcing in this house and shit is going fucking crazy, right. I think, like, call 911. <laughs> there definitely were cell phones. It just, like, not, well, I guess iPhone came I don't, out in 2007. I don't know if you would carry a phone while you're robbing a house or whatever, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like calling someone would be. The daughter, the daughter is making out with the dude drops the cell phone. That's like the whole reason the cops show up. It's because she dials 911 and the cops like trace it. But it's like, it's that kind of logical start and stop that makes this movie so unwatchable. Like, it has enough logic to the cops can trace the cell phone signal, but nothing else makes sense. <laughs> You're supposed to be okay yeah. with that. Like, I hate that. Yeah. I mean, Pat, is there anything you would have done to fix this? Like, could this movie be fixed? I mean, I'm just not a big fan of the torture porn genre, so I don't, I don't have any suggestions. I mean, it was rather torture porny, I guess. I, I mean, yeah, I would say more of a cat and mouse game, like, and then like we talked about, make him more of a badass and make it more of a suspenseful movie. I don't mind the torture porn, but like, I guess I'd say put it behind the scenes at least, you know? If you want to have two people in the house together at the same time, like make it look like they're both going for the diamonds, but something way more sinister is afoot that we find out like in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Like, I would have been okay with that. I just I read that there was a the collector is like a urban legend in some other countries. So that's probably maybe, Russia. <sighs> that's exactly where it is. Well, again, you could you Russia? could introduce it as Russia's one of them. Yes, you could introduce it as a urban legend or something like that, where he only takes one. But like to have it spat out at you by some dude from a briefcase yeah, like, is yeah. weird. Get out! Get out! Sorry. And then he gets shoved back in the tweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck back in there. The collector tells him everything, <laughs> then puts it back in and takes him into this home. He's like, oh, okay, that's enough from you. That's enough from you, pal. Get back in the briefcase. Do Does anybody know what the tape recorder playing the screaming was for? Was that just to torture her or what? That was, I think, to either get Arkin down there. Yeah, lure. Uh, okay. It was kind of like a lure, yeah. But then later when they look at it, it's all rigged up with, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. That's was one of my guesses, but yeah. Enough of ragging on this movie. Was there anything in this movie that you guys actually liked? I said, like, oh, that was cool. There's a few things I thought. I can't, I can't point to them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me think about it. It's only 90 minutes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Good. That's a plus. Bags. Bags. You know what? I bags. 
<laughs> I was, as soon as I saw those bear traps, I was like, that better come into play. And it came into play. <laughs> How yeah. great would it have been had they not, though? The thing is, they didn't set up, they set up the, the nail stairs and those didn't come into play. <laughs> yep. So it's like 50-50 on stuff they set up and didn't follow through on. So Yeah. Wait, Stevie, did you like the very, very ending when he gets hit by the car out of nowhere? No! <laughs> Why like that all, That's Halloween all... 5, straight that out. That was so bad. That was terrible. I feel like the people who wrote this movie said, what really shitty horror movies are out there and how can we copy off them? I didn't think there was anything really original about this movie. Truly. How how does he flip an ambulance from like <laughs> miles away? What did he flip it with? That That's what A I'm co- saying. It's like he... He was supposed he to blow up in the, the road, house. Man. He was supposed to blow he up in the house. The that was his, he booby trapped everything. It was his greatest prank, prank yet. Yeah, he if he's, a deer if he's actually set up all this shit, then there would be ten car pileups, fucking every route out of that house. Yeah, how that did stuff, he flip that fucking ambulance and everyone stuff, just fucking died? Yeah, like, like I said, I watched Land the ending. I, 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 I said I watched the ending like three different times just because, like, I was half watching it at that point. I was like. Uh, did the collector not die? Did he not have yeah. like a blade chandelier drop on his head like five minutes ago? <laughs> I was like, why is he still running around, still dominating people? It was just a lot of stuff that didn't make any sense. That's I would say that's something that I like kind of half liked is like the tr- the prank that they pull on the collector with the mirror thing. <laughs> like at least that was a, a subtle setup and payoff. But like yeah, like Tamaki said, he gets fucking stabbed by a chandelier full of knives and like. Is he a man? That would have taken him a minimum of four hours to rig. <laughs> that chandelier knife would have taken at least four hours to rig. The collector falls victim to the same thing that like the Halloween series falls victim to. Is like, what is Michael Myers? He's unstoppable. You know what I mean? Like, what is your bad guy? Is he He's like not of this earth? Is he an immortal creature? Is he a man? Is he a psychopath? Is he have supernatural powers? Like, the movie doesn't commit, and it's just so frustrating to watch that. It is frustrating to watch, and. Yeah, that was, I mean, I have many issues with this movie. That was like one of the top ones was like, what is the collector? Mm-hmm. Well, like, he gets his mask pulled off, right? But we don't, we never see what's it. What's the payoff super for that, frustrating. We don't see it though, right? So we don't see him at the beginning with the. But Arkin says he recognizes yeah, him. Yeah, he was, man. he's in the, uh, the spider. But it's like that we don't even know who he recognizes. So it's like, what's the payoff? The collector's wearing like a gas mask during that scene, Brett. Like during like the uh, Oh, the wasp? Yeah. So you don't see his face. Well. The guy who plays him is a really old Hispanic guy from uh, from Dominican Republic. So Juan Fernandez, very generic. All star third baseman Juan. Fernandez. <laughs> yeah. Very generic Hispanic name. Very. No, but I mean, at least have some payoff. Like if you're gonna do like this reveal, or have the guy come out of the box, or something, have some payoff. There was none of that. It seems like they were like, "Hey, we're gonna make a prequel to this to the uh, to the Jigsaw Killer." And the people with the IP were like, no, we're good. I'm like, okay, we're going to keep everything anyway. And there was absolutely zero payoff. Which, how bad is your script if Saw turns you down? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, no, but Saw's a good movie. <laughs> it is. Well, it, how it, bold of it is to just assume that you're going to inject yourself into an IP with a totally yeah. original script. It's like, well, they had, dude, written, they had written two of the Saw movies, like five and seven or More something. More than that. No, the, one of the guys wrote three, four like five six and the other guy wrote like four five six and seven so one okay, of the guys but, but to my like, point then like 
if you're in shite. the Saw family and you write the script and like, dude, right. no. It's so bad, yeah. <laughs> like, that's embarrassing. Like, how would you mess it up that badly? <laughs> I've already written Saw movies and they didn't like this one, so I'm going to make my own. <laughs> like, the first two Saws are really good. I like those movies. <laughs> After that, it just... I don't know. So you're telling me the writer of this movie was also a writer on the Saw movies? Both of them. Yeah, two two writers. How? I know. I, I was going to save that how, nugget for later. How? Well, okay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive the first Saw had a way lower budget. So Stevie, oh, yeah. would how would you compare the torture porn aspect of this versus the Saws? Like, why are Saws good this bad? Saw is good because there's a payoff to it. Saw's so good. The first the Saw's first good. Saw acting is bad. The acting is bad. Which but is crazy because actual... Carrie Elways is an awesome actor. He's so bad in this movie. The director must is have been bad. Is that how you say his name, Elways? I never, I've ever always knew. always wondered. I never, ever knew. I just went with Elways. Elways. I, I always I thought know. it was Elways. You said Elways. <laughs> I got really excited. I'm like, I finally know. Nope. I don't no, know. Um, like, the reason like I actually like Saw is the acting's not great. Danny Glover's in it. Carrie Elways or Elways, everyone describe it. But the way the movie starts is really cool. I mean, it's a guy tied up to a pole next to a dead guy and you're like okay what are we doing here and then at the end of the movie the dead guy is actually the mastermind behind everything it's actually there's a payoff to it there's no payoff to this movie whatsoever yeah we go in not knowing who the collector is and then we go out not knowing, knowing who, who the, the collector, collector is, is. Yeah. Oh. And then it's, it's just like lazy. we're expected to watch the second movie it's like I'm not even invested in this first movie why yeah, would I watch the second movie give me some breadcrumb of some Guys, sort of what we're doing don't here. rip on the writer of the classic Piranha 3 double D hey oh. a classic classic Hey, there's a lot of cameos in that movie. Wasn't Adam Scott and Ving Rhames yeah. in that movie? <laughs> yeah. In Piranha? Adam Scott. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, here's David the Hasselhoff. About, the other thing about Saw, too, is like Jigsaw like usually gives the like participants kind of a choice. There's some yeah. kind of like moral quandary. Or a chance. Yeah, chance. Yeah. yeah. There's some kind of like at least some psychological thing going on. The Collector just like fucking tortures people for no reason. When his end goal is collecting people. Like, it's a totally side thing that he does. Torture's on the Gotta side. Gotta catch them all. Like, it'd make much more sense for him to go into a house, slaughter everyone he doesn't choose. Yes. And then and then take the one yes. person. There's no... It, like, you, you're right. It's it's two different... They're, like, trying to mash up two different types of serial killers in the one. One guy who gets off on torture and one guy who likes to collect things. It, it's weird that he does both. Get in, get out, get your one. He always takes yeah. one. That's Brett's motto. It is. <laughs> Sounds like we have one person that really identifies with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Get in, get out, no sequel. <laughs> you know what? I don't think that collector guy did anything wrong. <laughs> he only oh, yeah. makes one. Josh, Josh, Josh when you need him. <laughs> Where is Josh when you need him? Mm. <laughs> no, but I mean... Like, if I were to find anything enjoyable about this movie or like, oh, that's cool. It's those like five minutes of like hide and seek between Arkin and the collector when he's just first getting to the safe and realizes like someone else is in the house and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, had they kept up that kind of tone, I think this could have been a really strong movie. Also, the musical score was terrible. Well, there was one song that like the actual nice kind of like... um they play it towards the beginning, towards the end that I really like, but everything else was bad. Like the score. I, obviously, I'm talking about one particular like. See, in my mind, song. I don't. 
I don't think they needed a score in this movie. Had they just used the effects of the sounds the house makes and the sounds that you can use, like walking around and slamming doors, it would have been just as strong. It probably would have been better because it's like that you would really notice the creaks and you get super nervous. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I didn't think about that, but yeah, the they screwed up on that for sure. Well, that's what's so weird about it too is that they – like the one stair that creaks, they make such a huge deal about it. And nobody and, ever hears but, it? Yeah, but like they also, I mean, like those two hear it, but. Yeah, Arkin heard it once th- for sure. They don't send, like, they don't set up enough of like the rest of the house. So the entire time you're just completely fucking lost. Like you don't know where Haley's room is. You don't know where the. <laughs> no! Like, there's just, no maze! Everything is just rooms and rooms and rooms with fucking fish hooks from the ceiling apparently plus arkin is making so much noise the whole time oh, like he yeah. never the, the collector <laughs> the never gets him shut up but he's like slamming doors and he's like it's just he's no splinter so it never paid off like he one of the times if he's gonna be so loud i thought maybe the collector's gonna be there for once but he's like literally they never meet up until Later in the movie. I don't know. The volume that Arkin was talking to the wife was the same volume that William Wallace shouted freedom to. <laughs> like, he really should have been killed in the first 30 minutes. For real. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that uh, w- we see the daughter just walk straight in through the door. Yeah. The, the front door. It's like, there's no booby trap on the front door? Really? <laughs> that Everybody can just walk out through the front door? Well, the guy unlocked it. With this, uh, with this there's still no key. booby trap? Still none? It's obviously that's the first place you would he go if you're well, inside. <laughs> like making a makeshift knife chandelier. Well, the, At least have an axe come through a pendulum and get somebody no in the front trap, door. There was no booby trap, but he got to sit back and watch some booby smacks. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, I liked it, Brett. <laughs> it's a prank, Brett. That was good. <laughs> I applaud. <laughs> I mean, right. are the bags the only good thing about this movie? I mean, again, I like the main guy, but that's Arkin, about Arkin, Arkin is a cool name. <laughs> Arkin Asylum. Alan Arkin. Arkin Asylum. He's in the Dark the Dark Knight Rises, too. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, he's dude, like, he does look He's familiar. like Bane's main henchman who's yeah. always- Yes, he is. Yep. Yep. Yes, Wait, is he, he is. on the plane? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plane, he's the one on the bridge. <laughs> he's the one on the plane? I, yeah, he does look very familiar. Dude, that's awesome. That what a is career. awesome. <laughs> it took me forever to figure out how I knew him. I knew I recognized and then I forgot, him. And I showed him the picture on the bridge. He's got that gun. He's always got that gun. He's like his main henchman. Dude, that's awesome. Right. Well, yeah, well, I think we're this good. This is a this is a yes for me now, dog. Dude, this is yeah. much my favorite. After bags and the guy from Dark Knight Rises. This he, might be my go. favorite pod we've ever done. I've he had is, so much fun. He is also in the Collected, which is in filming right now. Oh yes, so he lives. No. Are you serious? The third in the series. <laughs> Guys, uh, we have to watch yeah. Collector Two. We it's, have to. It's called the Collection. The Collection. The Collector. The Collection. The Collected. Is the trilogy. If we watch that before we watch fucking Young Guns 2, I will <laughs> Let's go. blow up spoilers. Okay. Let's <laughs> fuck go. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I cannot wait to finish this trilogy. I am so fuck. excited Peppy, right Peppy, would you rather I finish this trilogy? everything I said about this or movie. Or watch all the Fast movies. Uh, I want to do both. Oh, that's going to take a while. I don't, I don't want to have a podcast if we don't do both. What fast are we on right now? <laughs> we did the best one, Tokyo Drift. We've done Fast 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. we got to do 4, 5, 6, 7, and then Hobbs and Shaw. What is the <laughs> What's the what? Fast and Furious, what? right? Fast and Furious, and Fast 5, and then Fast. Fast and the Furious. 
The Fast you and know, the Furious is one, but Pappy's right. It's one of them's Fast and Furious. No thes. You know what? We should just start. No, but I think start six over is fresh fast from the top. The start furious. over. There's no like the Fast and the Furious. It's just Fast and the Furious. Okay. I think that's what six is called. Watch your articles there. We just got to reboot the pod. <laughs> start over fresh from the top. It's about, it's about oh fail. boy. Oh my goodness. I have had so much fun oh, with yeah. this pod. We could probably is go there... another couple hours. Like I love talking about this, but let's not. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Anything else sticking out in your mind? Anything oh, yeah. else on notes? I didn't take a single note. How so about you guys the classic in. How about the classic punch right into the knife? Oh, oh, oh. it's so brutal. <laughs> punch in the knife, then gets his fingers chopped off. Oh god. And then he got bear trapped. <laughs> that has to be like Cinema's like worst case of blue balls of all oh, yeah. time. To go to, like, <laughs> straight from euphoria to knife through the hand, fingers chopped off, yeah. falling into the most bear traps ever laid in cinema history. This guy had two fists full of bags and then he had no fists. <laughs> he imagine this actor when he read the script going, What's my part? Well, you're gonna be doing this and then you're gonna die a horrific death. But I get to touch some bags, I'm in. All in. Anything else? I think we should touch more in depth on his ex-wife and daughter. <sighs> They're dead, Brett. Oh, there's yeah. No, there's no depth to touch <laughs> They're on. They're long gone. They're, they're gone. Did anybody else Brett, find the no plot. deep, passionate kiss with his ex-wife weird? You see, that's what I was confused by because I was like... Because Brittany goes, isn't that his ex-wife? I go, he's probably just trying to comfort her. He's like, but he's like making out with her. I was like, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Do we know it's his ex-wife? <laughs> The, That's what Wikipedia says. Tagline she says, clearly yeah. hates him. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want to die. That's weird. Well, she has very bad money management. Yeah, taking for money sure. From, very bad judgment. From bowling, bowling alley mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think right. I'm good, yeah. Let's get to yes or no's. Let's start with Jordan in North Carolina. Um, my pluses for this movie... Well, plus is it's not too long, just 90 minutes. <laughs> pretty short and sweet. It's good. Um, Arkin is pretty solid as well. I ah, man, There's some places where I think if you like turned another direction, you could really improve this movie, like seeing the dude's face or getting a payoff from those stair nails. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but mostly it's bad cuts and like blurry bullshit. And about three quarters of the way through my notes, I wrote that this movie is shite, and I stand <laughs> by that. It's it's a strong no. Bad movie. <laughs> bad movie. Bad news. <clears throat> hmm. Let's kick it to Brett. Uh, oh, I wanted to. My uh, Brittany wanted me to let you know that she. I told her this is torture porn, and she got really disappointed when she found that it wasn't a real porn. But um, <laughs> she thought, it, yeah. So, uh, sh- yeah, I, I'm gonna kind of loose. Gonna kind of piggyback on what <laughs> Joe was saying. I mean, this could have been good-ish if just a few different choices were made. Um, again, I liked Arkin. Uh, there was one song that I liked. Um, they played. I think they played it twice, or was two similar songs. Uh, I mean, we've we've beaten this enough to death I mean it's just a missed opportunity it's definitely definitely a no uh, but man it's, this is like the ultimate Jode where we have so much more fun talking about the movie than we did watching it so that's what this the is it's a hard, hard no wow. 
Well, you said that during Darjeeling, which was wrong, but you did say that you had more fun talking about it than watching it. You oh, gave it well, a no, I, and we all hated you for it. It's true, yeah. All right, Mikey. Uh, yeah, like we've said, it's obviously not a very good movie. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think we've written obviously. a much better movie just talking about it, uh, just sitting here. Uh, we've written a much better movie. Much uh, but I think it has, uh, there's like ideas here that are really interesting. Like the whole idea of being trapped in a, in a house with a serial killer. I think that could have been really well done if they pulled it off. And there's honestly, this movie had me going for a little bit. Uh, there's obviously some shitty parts in the beginning. Like this is bad acting, but it's like the scene of, them both sneaking around in the house from above is like wow that is really that's really really good of them like avoiding each other and we have this over bird over the top bird's eye view of them avoiding each other that's really cool and inventive haven't really seen anything like that but honestly after that the rest of the movie is pretty shit i was just expecting <laughs> for the bear i was just waiting for the bear trap scene and if they didn't uh uh, pull that off or if they didn't even follow through on that like they did with the uh, the nail steps then I was going to be really disappointed because <laughs> there's like a lot of things that uh, just didn't pan out in this movie there's I don't know I think it's like really even mediocre on the torture porn too it's like there's better torture porn movies. yeah if you want to if that's something that you're into there's definitely better stuff out there I hate that kind of <laughs> stuff but this movie is garbage from top to bottom and I know that we're gonna watch the other two so it's like <laughs> strapping, <laughs> strapping, <laughs> so, so it's a hard mm. no for me and I'm assuming the next two are gonna be hard no's too so mm. it's a no pappy yeah, this is a flaming, then exploding, no dog for me. Uh, this is one of the worst movies, I think, that we've spoken in a long time. And it's it's frustrating for me because it thinks, it thinks it's so smart. Like it, it thinks it's setting up all these things with like the bugs and the spiders and him being an extinguisher. Or Jesus told me so. Told it's me so. so bad. And the thing of it is, too, I'll say this. I, I like violence more than like... I always have come out for violence big time on this podcast. Like, ask me if I liked uh, Midsummer. Loved it. Uh, Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk, which is the one of the most incensing things on this podcast that Josh gave Bone Tomahawk a no because of the torture porn. This it's is not a, torture porn. It's a good western. This is a true torture porn. This is a hard no dog. I wish Josh was here to defend his no for Bone Tomahawk, but no for cl- the collector. Um. Man, I picked this movie based off a poster. <laughs> and God bless it. I haven't done this since Seabiscuit. This is a hard no. This Spoil. movie is so frustrating to watch. Like, absolutely frustrating. There are so many simple things that we came up with on the spot that would have made this movie so much better. And it's not even like... Escape all the story stuff. The fact that I couldn't tell where anything in the house was or what relation to anything it was is what yes. really drove me nuts. Yes. That is so hard to overcome. That's why I think Ari Aster is one of the best directors we have right now. That man can lay out a maze and make it so simple for the audience when truly he's doing something masterful. So this is a one of the hardest no's I've ever given. I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel. 
cannot wait to finish this trilogy, boys. Wait, is there is there a bigger like deficit between the poster and the movie of any other movie you can think of? <laughs> this poster gave me such high hopes. I agree. I the poster looks great. Would probably say the uh, the last Jedi. Last Jedi, yeah. Oh dear. <sighs> the poster for the collections, but looks the Rise of Skywalker is going to be dope, though. We shall see. Y'all ready for some trivia? Yeah, ready for this. Yep. Pappy, what is the order? Uh, I think I hosted most recently. Then, oh, dude, I did. Then Brett with uh, <laughs> what'd you host last, Brett? American movie. American movie. Then Mikey with First Blood. Then Jordan with Rango. One of my favorite podcasts, actually. Rango, that's a great. Ep- that's a great episode. Go check out Rango. I need to listen to that back again. Oh, the okay. collection looks so bad. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Great poster, though. <laughs> Truly bad. Phenomenal poster. Happy Brett, Mikey, Jordan. Going. Pappy, Brett, Mikey, Jode. All right. We're going to play closest to rules. And this has to deal with the robbery. What some consider the greatest art robbery of all time. Oh, no. The most valued <laughs> oh, no. art robbery oh. of all time. <laughs> Which was Mikey? The Latanza heist. Not the Latanza heist. It was the <laughs> theft know. of the Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Oh, I, I didn't know that. As of December 31st, 2018, what is the net worth of the Mona Lisa painting? Like the value? The value, sir. Wait, I have to go first? No. I would, well, yeah, when did that get stolen? Huh? When did that get stolen? Early 19th century, around 1911. Christ. That's it's in the 20th now, century. Supposedly. Oh, my bad, 20th right? century. I knew what you meant, though. We're talking about the one in the Louvre now, supposedly, right? In like, the Louvre now. Le it was Louvre. stolen for two years, then returned. I, I have a picture next wow, to it. That's a movie right there. That's one of the That'd most overrated things you could possibly go see in your life, by the way. Is the What's just, the net worth, Pat? Yeah, not a great I'll pain. say $45 million. Forty-five million. Oh my God, Pap! I was gonna say forty. Okay, who's next? Mikey? Me, right? I was gonna say Pappy Brett. Brett. Pappy Brett. Mikey Jordan. Um, Brett. Uh, say a hundred million. One hundred million dollars. Me? Mikey. Uh, sixty. Sixty mil. Sixty the million dollars. Fuck. The Jordan. The Louvre. The Louvre. <laughs> a spaghetti. A spaghetti. <laughs> scissor hands. He making me cry. He making me cry. You're asking what the Mona Lisa is worth in today's dollars? Today's dollars, sir. The collector. 45, 60, 100 are the guesses so far? Yeah, 45, I, I hate your guesses, guesses so much. Uh... I will well, say that should be easy then. Sixty-nine million. One hundred million and one dollar. You bastard! Oh my god! <laughs> this is the closest we've ever had. Fuck! One hundred million dollars because of one dollar. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh geez! This is really gonna piss somebody <laughs> off. <laughs> so the Mona Lisa is the most valued valued painting in the world of all time let's go it has a mark it's also the most heavily insured 
painting of all time. Let's fucking go. That makes sense. I am so excited this man's coming back for next week. No! His name is Jordan. Let's go! The value of the Mona Lisa in today's dollars is $830 million. Let's fucking get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Jordan's coming back. Early on, I almost almost guessed a billion dollars. As much as the Dallas Cowboys? That actually, that makes way more sense now. It's just like, it's basically a meme now. (laughs) $830 million, (laughs) folks. He's back. He's go. He's back. Let's go. And we're not Holy all happy. Shit. You're back. Holy shit. Let's go. So I'm gonna let Jordan Holy think on shit. what he wants to pick for next week. I got I'm it. so excited he's returning. And Pap, should I kick it to spoilers, man. The we collection. gotta go spoilers, man. Oh Christ. Let's that kick it to crazy. spoilers, man. The collection. Spoiler man here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Our spoilers hotline is 903-776-4507. That's 903-SPOIL-07. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. And we are back. Jordan, what are we picking for next week's episode? Next week, we are going to review a Vince Vaughn classic, 1998's Return to Paradise. What? What? No one knows. (laughs) Also, Joaquin Phoenix. I'm just glad you didn't say swingers because I can't watch that. I thought you were going to say swingers. I I was like, money Mike, let's go. Nope. Return, Return to Paradise. To Par- Honestly, never heard of this. This movie. is a Jeff You're Long special. <laughs> well, tune in next week for Return to Paradise, and I also have some sad news uh, for my fans out there, or people who probably are very annoyed by me. Uh, I will not be returning to spoilers until early December. What? I am taking the entire month of November off. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do that I cannot miss on, <gasps> and sorry to say, I'll be off till early December. I will miss you all terribly. Are we gonna but get you're any gonna miss Jordan's very bad movie? Voicemail reviews <laughs> or written reviews, notes, anything? I'll write in. Pat, but whoever whoever <laughs> uh, finished this movie, can you put <laughs> send an owl? Can you do Wyclef Sean's Gone to November or December or whatever? <laughs> Please, gone to December. I'll be gone to November. I'll be gone to November. I love you all, and I will miss you. Gonna terribly. miss you, Stevie. This, wow. this was such a fun episode to yep. semi-retire on. So, <laughs> so tune in next week to hear everybody but me. It'll be a fun <laughs> one, I am sure. <laughs> I love you all. Deuces. This was Spoilers. make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh, why? See, you must understand, I can't work a nine to five. 
so I'll be gone till November. Said I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl you I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl you I'll be gone till November. January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying, but girl I can't stay. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. And give a kiss to my mother. Girl, I gotta leave. The collection. <laughs> the sacred text. The sacred text. The sacred text. Mona Lisa told me so. Yeah, 45 million was way too low in retrospect. Yeah. <laughs> a, bil- a billion makes way more sense. I was now. so nervous you guys were going so low. I was like, oh my god. No, that definitely w- makes sense. I mean, way yeah, the Mona Lisa is more valuable than almost every sports franchise that exists. That makes sense. <laughs> There's one Mona Lisa. <laughs> Pap, you took a picture at the Louvre, though, with the Mona Lisa? It's the worst thing you could possibly it, do. Right? You know, you can't. Why? It's, you can't? it's like the most... The, it, it looks exactly like you think it looks like, except it's surrounded by a bunch of Chinese tourists with Nikon cameras Dude, it's on not a great. it's not a great painting. <laughs> it's not even Leonardo's yeah. best painting. <laughs> it's a dude, bro, right? It's Leo. It's it's in a ginormous hall uh, with, like, I don't know. I mean, that is, like, a female version of Leo. I think that's it's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. I thought it was kind of more conjecture on that but it's it's smaller than concord high school's cafeteria but there's at least two thousand people like trying to crowd around it it's, the Louvre? Wait. no no that little no, the part Louvre's huge. crowding around this the picture Louvre's humongous yeah oh. you can spend all day in the Louvre. i'm talking about that little part with the mona lisa it's terrible because uh, you know what mona lisa is backwards right anal not anal <laughs> aliens <laughs> lisa ann <laughs> the the porn star <laughs> lisa ann <laughs> A silly. I don't know. Because we're gonna spoil a Lisa Ann movie. A silinom? A silinom! Which is what? Oh wow, I just went and deleted all. I deleted all my old uh, spoiler files from the, our Google Drive. From mine. <laughs> Why? And I just, uh, mine! I have. I still have them, by the way. Alright. Tell my girl you wanna be gone till November January, February, March, April, May I see you crying, but girl I can't stay I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November And give a kiss to my mother, to my mother